0: This episode is brought to you by the 58th flavor Seasoning. You haven't tasted flavor until you've tasted the 58th flavor. Order now at 57flavors.com. That's 57flavors.com. The 58th flavor. You haven't tasted flavor until you've tasted the 58th flavor. A big part of life is hustling and learning to hustle. yes yes happy monday happy monday happy monday happy monday happy monday i'm sleepy but guess what man i I gotta i gotta bring that energy um this is um this podcast lifts me up you know what i mean um the things that i do in my life i try to i try to do stuff now that lifts me up like like this morning um you know my wife and i my wife is pregnant um and I'm starting a new job, and I got a lot going on. And sometimes we butt heads. Um, sometimes we not in the best of places. You know, that's that's marriage. You, you're putting two lives together, right? Um, so, you know, we had a little bit of a rough weekend. It started out good. You know, we went into the city. You know what I'm saying? We ate some food. We went to the mall. You know, hung out. Kind of hung out before everybody kind of get back out in these streets. Like I said, she's pregnant. She's due. On any week now at this point um so you know we hung out and then you know carrying on to you know about to start the week you know you, you got to try to get everything ready and together and you know everybody has a goal of what they want to do for the day um and it just it kind of it kind of went left a little bit um you know but it, it, you know that's that's part of life it's not like um i love her for show for show. I love her I love to death, um, and I understand what love is. You know, love is sacrificing, so sometimes I'll have to deal with it. Um, I feel like I was a little bit in my feelings this weekend, and I, you know, to be able to deal with it um, as best as I could, but, you know, that's part of life, man. You know, you're you going to go through stuff like that, but all in all, I'm here, you know, but I, I'm a little tired because, You know, my my day yesterday was a little bit um, delayed, not a little bit, a lot of bit delayed um, into the night. And, you know, then I was piddling and thinking and this and that, you know, but I did get up this morning. I got that workout in, although I did not want to not not because I don't like working out just because it was just like, man, I don't feel like doing anything, really. But got that workout in, got that pinned up energy that kept circling itself throughout our household actually released it to something other than um, myself or my wife or my child. And, you know, I liken it to <clears throat> what was the the, um, the man with the demons in the Bible? When his demons released, though, it went into those those uh, those pigs, then they ran into the water. That's how I felt working out. It was like, okay, finally, this energy, this bad, this this bad feeling that I have, that me and my wife have just been transporting each other, some of it has been able to be pushed out, you know. So um, good Monday morning, headed to work, um, headed to clock in, you know, month in and all that type stuff. It's crazy. So, you know, we just try to grind it out, you know, especially um on days Mondays like today. Um, so we're going to see what today, today holds. Um, I do want to, um, take a little time and say, man, the people who are listening to this, thank you so much. I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Um, keep listening. Um, but this isn't even like a, this is not something that I, I, I did to, um, to, to make money from um, So it's one of those things that it really feels good to, to get on here and just kind of speak freely get my thoughts out provide some wisdom and then just just share the, the you know some of the emotions of an everyday person just trying to to get a slice of that American pie you know what I'm saying? It is what it is you know um, days ain't always great. And then some days are amazing, you know, and I, I thank y'all for just listening in on, on, on what I got to say, you know. Um, but anyway, in any event, um, I wanted to talk today about, um, since, since we're on the topic of, you know, delaying your day and all that, like, understanding that the time that you have that isn't obligated to something um, that's really important time like the time that you have obligated to stuff is important time but the, the time that is considered leisure or discretionary that's, that's better because it's not always leisure discretionary time is very very important and when you have that time and you have plans for that time things are going to happen but you have to try to keep to what you're trying to get done during that time because one thing about time you know I say time versus money I heard something very very cool this weekend and it say you know you can get money back you can't get time back so you either have time or you got money but one of those you can you know you can make up for at some point time you can't you can't make up for time once time passes it's gone so um One important thing, just and and, and especially for entrepreneurs, like you have to maximize your time. And I'm not saying be perfect. I'm not saying that I I do. Like I I just told you, this weekend I had plans to do stuff. Um, I did work on some things and I got some things done. But there are other things. I'm tired this morning because you know some other things were delayed um, and, and not carried out as well. And that's going to affect my week. And I can't make up for it. I just have to make the best of it at this point. And, and maximize on the time I have. And the important thought in this. Is that once that time passes. If you spend energy. Trying trying to find a way to be God. And make up that time. um, You may slow yourself down even more. You, you know it's. It's a boxing term that is just used as, I guess you call it colloquialism. It's roll with the punches, like literally you just you roll with the punches. You can't you can't fight against it. Certain things are gonna happen. You are gonna get derailed, and, and you get, you try to get back on that that track as quickly as possible. Um, just because we got stuff that we want to get done, and this this is what happened. Um, If you feel like you're playing catch-up, at some point you're going to run out of energy in that playing catch-up game. And then you're going to want to throw the whole thing away. You're going to want to throw the whole thing away. I think what's crazy about this time now that we're in, like, my generation, and probably the generation before me, too. um, So I am... I forgot what they call us. Maybe millennials. And my brothers, they're Generation X. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, of course, Generation Z and all that. They haven't seen none of this stuff. Um, and all these little babies now. But we were in the middle of a pandemic to shut the world down. When we talk about catching up. Like, those circumstances did not lend themselves to, um, quote-unquote, catching up. But what it did was provide a break for you to try to figure out where you're going from here. You know what I mean? Like some, some of the stuff I had in the fire fell off, which was a good thing. Um, it benefited me because you're trying to catch up and hold on to all this stuff and you realize it's time to move on. You know, that's that's kind of what the pandemic did. Other than, you know, shut down business and and shut down your normal daily operation. You know, you, you may, you know what I'm saying? You, you get into it with your spouse, you may be able to go to the bar. I mean, I'm, I'm not a bar guy, but I'm saying people may do that. Or go to the gym, shoot up, get up some shots. Or exercise. And it wasn't nothing that, none of that during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to go get some money. It's a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, you pay your vendor fee and get it done. Well, everything was shut down. So now you got to, people have to have a a space, own a space, at least a space where you can do that. I was blessed enough to be in multiple spaces and people respect what we do to the point where I wasn't asking anybody if we could be a part of it. Um, people were asking us, you know, it's just, it's, uh, to me, that's just, it's just beautiful. That was, that was beautiful that, um, you know, the work we put into this point allowed us to kind of keep ourselves afloat during that time. But, um, yeah, I definitely learned, like, hey, instead of being like, oh, shoot, I got to make up this money, you got to figure out what your next play is. I mean, like I always say in sports, in football, I I, I play, you know, offense, defense. As a linebacker, somebody could have a 60-yard run and they get tackled at the two, and they about to score. If you use your time thinking about, you know, what you could have done on that 60-yard run, they're going to score. You have to forget about that play until, you know, later on film session where you can actually sit down and break it down, and you got to do your thing to keep them from scoring. And that's that's kind of... um. What I relearned, you know what I'm saying? Like I I relearned the concept of the next play up is the play you focused on. You don't focus on, you know, the last two plays that you just you sucked, stunk it up. You don't focus on that. What you focus on is the play that's going to change the game, which is the next one. And in life, that's what you got to do. You know, you can look, you can look and say, "Man, I was gonna start my business last year, and then everything just kind of fell apart, and opportunities were limited. All right, so it didn't happen." Number one, were, were you were you in love with the process of, of creating that business? Because if not, that may not be a thing for you. Maybe that helped you see that. And that's all right. Move on. That don't mean you can't own a business. That just may mean you may need a little more time to figure out what you actually want to do. Or um, you sitting and you trying to figure out, you know, why your spouse is mad at you. Why your girlfriend, your boyfriend mad at you. Why your best friend, you and your best friend ain't talking. And, and the best way... You know, I, I, I let me open up because, you know, my wife and I, we love each other to the point where, you know, we're not going to just show the world all the bad or all the rough times for what? I, I mean, I don't need to on social media when I make posts, I'm posting my family and you want to you want to show people in the best light possible. Right. You don't want to show yourself when you are frustrated and you are fussing and this and that. You know, um, uh, it's not being fake. It's just, ain't nobody really got time for that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and peel back the curtain for a second. My wife and I, we have, um, she is a very strong person and ain't too many men would be able to deal with her because of what they were, um, indoctrinated with with regard to what their role is they would question their manhood sometimes i question mine me and my wife had a a conversation about that uh this weekend you know sometimes when you're dealing with a strong woman and at times she uh may struggle with her identity and her role because she is such a strong woman and then you have a man who is accepting of someone else's position he going to question himself and his identity and his role, too. You know? Um, and because I am who I am, I, I'm not going to... Even if you're demanding, I'm going to hold my position on who, what I, what I know I am. Right or wrong, if I feel like I'm not being heard and I feel like I'm being... Um, My contributions are being overlooked. I'm going to stand my ground on what I feel. And sometimes that can get messy. Sometimes feelings can get hurt. And I'm not saying we always communicate the best way. Because we don't sometimes. You know what I mean? But what I've learned is sometimes you can get past it. and, And we dealt with this a lot this weekend. And it was just a great reminder. You get past it. Now you all in a good mood, and they holding on to it. They holding the bag, right? And you come in there smiling, and they ain't got time for it. Now they frustrated because they like, what's funny? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, we do that back and forth. You know what I'm saying? It's it's either me or her. It's like, what's so funny? What's so cool? You offended me. It ain't funny time. And what I've learned is instead of, you know, me transferring that, holding on to that, and then transferring that back to her, I got to just let it go and move forward, and let the day complete itself, let the time complete itself, and yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable and awkward, but man, you you barking up the wrong tree when you're trying to um, rewrite history, you know what I'm saying, like, if that person is frustrated, they're going to be frustrated until they're not frustrated. Ain't, ain't too much you can do to make them not frustrated, and you don't want to create the perception that you're dangling something in front of their face um, when they're not in the best position. And that's in life too, you know, with friendships. Sometimes you gotta let a friendship run its course. And when I say that, I ain't saying end necessarily, but sometimes you get to a point where y'all too close and y'all overstepping the boundaries with, with which with y'all you're comfortable with and you have to find a way to kind of let things pass, whether that's not talking, whether that's talking about something else whatever it is you know, eating Cheetos whatever y'all do, you know um, you gotta find a way to get past that know, in a nutshell, you got to find a way to get past that and um, on top of trying to find a way to get past that, you got to stay focused on what you was trying to do, which brings us back to the original point, like, man, you're going to face so much in life every day, every day, you're going to face something that that could um, change the trajectory of your day, That can stop you dead in your tracks, small or big. You know, my my wife made the joke. She said, you stub your toe and your day is derailed. And she said, she pushed through, right? But I'm going to tell you, like, perspective is everything. Because, um, you know, even though I didn't appreciate that comment, It's true to a a, a very, uh, to a very real extent. Like sometimes I don't push through, and sometimes that's good, right? That's good when you need to sit down and have a conversation, um, and and, and get things right. That's good. But it's also bad when you let stuff hang on to you like that, where you can't function. When you let somebody take your day. Um, And part of the reason why my day went left is because I invested too much into the conversation. Like I was trying to explain my position because I, I felt like my character was in question. So I was so invested in the conversation that I couldn't let it go. And, you know, we just trying to clean up. And I took a second. I took our daughter. And took her upstairs. I did a little work. And, and she, you know, played and watched TV. All that good stuff. Um, and my wife just started cleaning up the house. You know, being busy. One thing that I learned, though, is that... Moving on and being busy is two different things. Because... She still had some of those problems on her chest as well and they lingered throughout although she she got felt like she got things done they lingered And then here I am because I took time to sit down I, I got through my stuff. I wasn't as productive I got a little bit done but I wasn't I didn't do what I set out to do in the day. I'm coming in there feeling better and she like you've been sitting up I mean because she was hurt and offended you know, through our conversation, we were both offended. So I'm, but I'm just saying, I'm trying to really speak truth to it. Right. She was offended and hurt. Um, and she was able to get stuff done, but she was still hurt. And me, I, I, I was able to, you know, although it derailed my day, I I was finally able to let it pass. And then she just brought the energy right back to me because, you know, I'm speaking on a deep level. Like when I say like, Let it go. Like, let it go. Like, don't just move on with your day. Don't let it derail you, period. Like, you'll have time to have a mental breakout session. You'll have time for that at some point in your day or in your week. And you can sit down and say, okay, how did I handle that? Did I handle that the right way? Because I feel wrong. You know what I'm saying? Did I handle it right? Because I feel so wrong. But at that time, you have to like, let it go at the point of like, saying like, this is not going to alter my mood or my productivity. It's just like, man, sometimes I've had like situations where I'm tired and I may fall asleep. And I wake up and I'm supposed to be baking that night. And I get to the kitchen late. Regardless, if I got a market that day or I got a shipment to go out, regardless of what my mood is, um, because I'm delayed, I can't carry that into baking because things are just going to continue to go left. Continue to go left. Left there will be continual issues. And ain't nothing gonna go right. And it's gonna change my whole eyesight. Like, the cookies ain't gonna look good. They are not gonna uh, smell right. Like, I'm gonna feel like I'm taking too long. I'm gonna be frustrated. And it's just gonna carry on and carry on and carry on. I woke up late. Let's go to the kitchen and get it done. Get done what you can. If you get the whole thing done, appreciate your family for, you know, sacrificing a little bit of family time in order for you to be able to get your stuff done. It is what it is. We all face things in life where um, we wish that things would go different. Like, you feeling good, you just... You just uh, got a lump sum of money, and then your uh, your air conditioner goes out, and then you got to pay five, seven, eight thousand dollars for a new unit. Now you, now you like, but I just, I just got to the top side, right? And you be wondering, what is this about? You know what I'm saying? It's refund season. You get your tax refund. And then somebody in your family goes to jail and they ask you for help with the bail. And you love them so much that you're going to do it. But you like, why? Every time I get money, I got to give it to somebody else. Neck of the rail, your goals of saving money or investing or, you know, making money, starting your business. Sitting down and getting your stuff correct, loving on your family, everything things that are going to continually happen every day. And you know, sometimes I think we we are we, we misinterpreted the Bible so much. The miracles in the Bible were, were to show God's power, just to show his power. But the thing is, we always have an expectation of a miracle happening where. We'll have no more problems, no more issues. And sometimes we do stuff like become Christians because we think there'll be no more issues after we do it. No more problems. We feel like we're going to get married because that's bliss. There'll be no more issues. Marriage will fix everything. You know what I'm saying? We do all this stuff. And if we don't have the right perspective... Um, on, on on what we will receive from it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to derail us a little bit. But we got to get back on the tracks every time. And that's what I've really been working on myself doing. Like last week, I got a couple workouts in. I started strong and then the rest of the week kind of fizzled out. Because like I said, last week, I created a baking assignment because I didn't stick to um, what my process is. So I had to go ahead and make a lump sum of time in the middle of the week. And then I was up late and then it just carried forward to being up late, up late, up late, up late. Um, And I I never, I never sat because I was trying to make up for everything and, and still fit everything within the day, my leisure and everything, you know, the next day just, just carried forward. And I just wasn't as productive throughout the week and then I didn't get up in the mornings early enough to exercise. And I could allow that and I have in the past. Let's let's be real, man. That's what we do. When we really get out of shape, like when we just not exercising or we really are, our health gets bad, it's because we're continually trying to make up for what we missed out on. And then it just continues to Because we can't fit in the makeup, you know what I'm saying? It just continues to carry on. So we eat this big 3,000 calorie breakfast and then we we decide, you know, hey, you know, especially if you're supposed to be on a pretty good schedule as far as eating, I'm not going to eat lunch or anything until dinner. And then you get to dinner and your brain is going crazy. And you're like, well, I didn't eat lunch so I could eat a big dinner. And then you just, now you feel bad about that. Like, we do that in life. We just won't let it go. We just won't, we just will not let things go and let things happen. And move forward with our goals. We just won't. That's why we have relationship issues. That's why we have um, health issues. Because we always try to make up for lost time, missed time, instead of just moving forward. Hey, man, I'm gonna do um, my exercise today, and I'm gonna try to make this week a better week. Instead of saying, I'll shoot, we'll shoot. I missed, I wanna do at least four a week, I missed two, so I'm gonna add in two workouts today. Like, man, let that go. Keep with your goals. Don't try to add on to it. You have a bad relationship with your child. And they an adult. you going to buy them toys now. You're going to buy them trinkets. Or you're going to try to build the relationship from where it is currently. Where y'all are in life. You can't go. They, they can't be four no more. You can't make up for that. And that, those are things that. Even with my father. Like. Um, I should say my parents. I say my father because he was such a... Um, um, we, At the time, I felt like we were so opposite of how we approach life, right? And even now, we have certain differences. Um, but I respect him, right? So I don't go at him in that way. But um, I felt like the things that went on in my home with my father... I felt like, um, you know, it's certain things he could have done better. And sometimes I'd be wanting him to rewrite when he worked all those jobs and he couldn't come to my stuff. But I can't go back to middle school, elementary school, high school. I can't go back to that. And if I go back to that, maybe we can't stay in our house because he didn't work. All those jobs, like they're, they're, that's a that's a whole Back to the Future movie thing, right? Yeah, you can change the past, but it'll also change your future. So, I just got to move forward with the relate. I feel like he's a little more compassionate now, and I just have to move forward with the relationship in that way. His level of uh, compa- compassion and understanding and patience and how he approaches stuff now versus, you know, before, I mean, he was he was trying to raise young men to become men and he did it the best way he knew how. And as a parent, you know that, like, you, know, you don't, what parent want to fuss at their child? Let's be real. What parent wants to fuss at their child? What parent want to charge their child up every time they do something wrong? Now, do we step out of line sometimes? Yeah, we human. But what parent want to do that? What parent want to spank their child? What parent wants to? Unless you have a real mental health issue, which can which can be a thing. For the most part, parents don't want to discipline their kids. You want to give them everything and let them do anything they want to. But you also know they live in the construct of the world, and they live in the construct of the family, and they're not always going to be able to do what they want to do. So you got to kind of curb that. So my dad was doing the best he could do. My mother was doing the best she could do. Um, And they did a great job. When I say the best they could do, I'm saying they were doing their best. Not, oh, they were terrible and they were doing the best they could do. No, they did a great job with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, they did a really good job. But um, I always felt like he could be there more. He could be less mean. Like, he, he could pay attention to my feelings a little more. You know what I'm saying? Like I always, I always always felt like that. Um, which we do. But I, I could have also been a better son, right? There are certain things that I, I could have taken care of on my own to where he wouldn't have had to always stand up and speak for me. Um I could have, you know, stayed in my books and made sure that you know I got a scholarship. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he was pretty frustrated when I said I didn't want to play football in college. It was a great decision. Now I look back, I was thinking about that this morning. Like, literally, man, they. These kids go to this combine, it's like a stockade. Like, it's, it's like. They just beef out there. Like, you know, take off your shirt, like, wear your drawers, wear yourself. Let me see how long your arms are. Let me see how long, long your hands are. Like,. All this man, he got a nice big booty. All this stuff that they do when they draft these boys for them to be millionaires and change their family's life, it's like you a prize to them. You know what I'm saying? And they just they pay the money and they sit in the stands and they watch you just be as barbaric as possible. So I'm glad that I didn't go that route. I love football, but the the institution at the top of football ain't right to me. And that's what I was shooting for. I wanted to be in the NFL. That's what all kids dream about when they love football like like I did. You want to be like Dick Train Lane and Gail Sayers and Walter Payton and Barry Sanders and, you know, all these people that have have names. Dion, Neon, Dion, Prime, Time, Bo Jackson. You want to be like these people. So you want to, and, and you want to be rich. And where I come from, I didn't know any other way to be rich. I didn't know lawyers were rich. I knew that was a job. I knew it was a good job, but I didn't know that there were rich lawyers. I didn't understand that. I knew there were rich football players because they contracts. I used to read the newspaper. Because my grandfather read the newspaper? My daddy read the newspaper, sports section mainly. And uh, such and such signs of contracts, you know, five years, 34 million or whatever the going rate was at the time, those big contracts. And it's like, man, 30 million dollars. It wasn't like I want to do that. It was like, well, I have to do that. Right. That's what I got to do if, if I'm going to be a millionaire. um, It wasn't until the game decided it didn't love me as much, you know, you get injuries and then, you are not recruited as well and your body just feels like it's just kind of breaking down and hey man, let me let me not pursue this. And I know he was like, you know, he... As my brothers stopped playing and time got up there, he invested a lot mentally in me, you know, being something in sport. And then it's like, now you just not going to do it. Okay, player. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, dog. That's what we're going to do. So I, I'm sure, and I could have handled it better. I just walked to there and was like, I ain't going to play. Yeah, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? After my saying here, it was like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. And they mentally invested. And, you know, invested buying stuff and this and that too, but really mentally invested as well in uh, and this being my future. Not necessarily NFL but going to college and maybe getting some money to play and being able to them being able to see me on the field and play. My daddy loved the game and for him to see his kids, I'm the last one. It's like that that fun time is over now. Just like that. He wasn't he wasn't ready for that. Um, so you know, I'm sure that that kind of got to him. Um, so, but... We'll, we'll, can't dwell on it, right? You got to move forward. And that's why I'm saying, like, it's certain stuff that I always... I still remember the the, the spanking that I got when I was three years old. Because my daddy, if he was told by my brother or he just made an assumption, that I put water in my brother's shoes. I don't ever recall putting water in my brother's shoes. Ever. But he asked me, asked me, asked me. And my my daddy's a former detective. So, you know, in interrogation, they may ask you 15, 20 times. But yeah, he asked me, and then asked me some more, and then asked me some more. And then it was like, well, yeah, dog. Yeah, I did it. I did. I'm tired of you asking me this. And then right before I got in the tub, he spanked me. And that trauma stands out in my mind like it was yesterday. It's in my brain. I'll always remember it. It put a level of fear in me with regard to him. It wasn't respect at that point. It was just fear. Because I felt like at any time if he felt like I did something, he would be on me. And there were other times, right? But what I'm, I'm trying to do is... Learn how to not let certain instances trigger me. Like, we need to talk about it, talk about it, but move forward. And I, I finally brought it up at one point when I was an adult. And you know, you're emotional and you never really said nothing to your daddy. You just listen and then you got to say it. And you got to say the stuff that you've been through. And you say it out loud and then you pass it. Know but it's certain things he probably didn't think twice about just because he felt like he was right and I'm a kid. I gotta I can let that derail my life and let that just make me be a, a ogre and just mad and just uh, all the time, or I can you know move forward. I can move forward. Man, it was some crazy traffic today, and I'm seeing cars stopped and stuff. Boy, I, I tell you when there's a wreck. I feel like that it'd be a wreck. And then you got to sit in traffic. Some of these cars can't sit sit idle. And they just be stopping. It's so sad because, you know, you're getting ready to go to work today. You didn't have the expectation you're going to be on the side of the road standing with your car. I've been there with regards to wrecks. And you're just like, yeah, dog, this derails my whole afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous. But anyway. Yeah, man. So the whole point of this episode is like, man, you gotta move forward with your life. You can't stay in that same mental um, place all the time, or you won't be able to accomplish your goals. You wanna, you wanna talk about being a boss, but you got a slave mentality. And when I say slave mentality, I'm saying you're hung up on your past. I ain't talking about, because I don't get in that slavery talk. Because I know what slaves went through. Well, I, I know what the history says slaves went through. Rape, murder, castration. Huh? Emasculation. Getting beat. Within an inch of your life. And then, because you didn't die, your body recovering, and you like, I wish I would have just died, so I, I don't play with that. But I'll say it's it's the mentality of like, I don't want to move um, past this line because last time I got burned, and that's that's what we this will be we, we be on sometimes, man. We can't enterprise because it's like, ooh, like like I said, my catering didn't go where, the way I expected it. So I went ahead and I just I decided to take all my funds and my energy and put it into my product lines. When I say my hour, my wife and our business partners. But yeah, I decided to instead of using time and energy trying to figure out when somebody gonna call, cause you know. You have a phone number, you put your phone number out there because that's how caterers do. Email, and then you get all the random emails and all the phone calls. You got to pick up. That's time and energy. You posting the food that you make and this and that and where you are going to be at different things. That's different. That's energy used. Then you got to buy all the different utensils and stuff in order to be prepared for a catering in bulk. You buy it in bulk. Those are resources that you're using. so I decided to, you know, let that drop off and it dropped off. Right. Now I got the products, the cookies and the seasoning. Right. That's what I got. And in moving forward with those, I have to make sound decisions with regard to investing and using time and things like that. Just like, like I said, I I went back into the corporate world. Because of the benefits and and, and the pay, and the steady pay, and, and the me trying to to you know build something, um, and then still take care of my family in a certain what what they're accustomed to, you know what I mean? Um, but I can't sit and say every time I invest, try to invest in something with regards to man. No, oh, that didn't work out last time, man. You know, you know, things get kind of shaky and no, I just moved forward. Like, you know, even with the like I said, I couldn't do no caterings. It was like, you can't do no catering. Boss up on them cookies. Sell, sell, sell. Sell, 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 sell. Yeah, you didn't you didn't plan on it being like this, but it's like this. So make it like this. Sell, sell, sell. And I'm still and here's the thing, man. I went from only doing catering to doing, you know, individual orders, family meals, meal prep. I wasn't going to sit and say this pandemic messed up my whole year. I just quit my job in order to do this full time. You got to move forward. And I ain't going to sit and say, man, I don't don't even know if I should use my time on the business. What I'm telling myself, I shouldn't. Let me say that because I ain't perfect. I'm sure it's going to come up. But I shouldn't say that to myself, because I got great stuff. And you gotta stay confident, you gotta move forward. And like I said, you take time, you think about your next move, and then you move towards it. It's as it's simple as that for me. For me, it's it's as simple as that. You take your time, you get your plan together, and you move towards it. And you can't think about, well, well, it didn't work out. Like what 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 if there's a natural disaster, you know, you if you think like that then you're just not going to do it. You plan the best you can. You make your plans. But that's that's all you can do. That is all you can do. You can do. That's all you can do. So, you know, all in all, this main, the main point that I want y'all to take away today. This is the main point I want y'all to take away today. Do not, do not Do not, do not, do not Do not allow circumstances To derail your day You working in an Excel spreadsheet Today and it just Completely crashes Before you can save it Figure out if you can restore it If you cannot Either go out of memory or what you've been You know, working on And the files you have and move forward If you If your girlfriend is in a bad mood, your boyfriend in a bad mood today, and y'all can't seem to get past it, stop trying to get in the cycle and win the argument. Or or provide your stance. Sometimes you just got to let it pass. We we can talk about this at another point when when we've actually thought about it and not. You know what I'm saying? And definitely, if you've had a business that failed, now you got all the data on why it failed. Just use that data Make a stronger plan and move forward. Maybe you don't spend as much money. Cause you know, based on your data, that that don't move the needle. That's what man, that's one thing that I learned. Like, I used to try to spend money on like what my table and what my, my thing looked like. We were gonna buy a tech canopy and you know all these things that cost like those canopies, like with your logo and stuff on it cost like 700 dollars you know what I'm saying? Like, different labels and this. You got to buy them bulk. Oh, $500 a pop. That's not money that I just have to just kind of pour out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. This is this is the reality of it. Um, All this different type stuff that you create for the look versus the quality. So now, if it's not a quality plate, like, even bags, like, in boxes, Like, some people have boxes with, like, their logos and this and that. It's beautiful, but in the end, I learned an office that gets work done is better than a pretty office that does it. So, I'm focused on does it work, is it is it of quality? If those two things make sense, just, does my stuff ship without breaking? Do my packaging keep the, the uh, products fresh? If I if I can cover those main things, some of the aesthetics, I understand because our target market want the aesthetics. So I got to focus on aesthetics, but I'm not going to be wasting no money on it. And that's 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 the adjustments that you make, you know, but you can't just throw the baby out with the bathwater and be like, I ain't doing that again. Now, I'm going to tell you, based on data, I'm not doing catering again because you got to be in it or out of it. If you moonlighting as a caterer, you just cook it for your family every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you just do an extra cooking for your family. To me, like I feel like at some point you you gotta you gotta do it. And with catering, you have to understand this is not like a um, catering is used to get a mass amount of food out to um, people that, that need it, that want it. And you want to have good enough flavor and, and look good enough and all that type stuff. But if you're wasting time and money on it, it's not it's not a viable business. Catering is about keeping your costs low and providing good enough service, good enough. It's not about being a genius and creating such a, An amazing flavor thing and this and that the other that ain't that ain't catering and that's why I got it twisted because I like flavors and I like creating dishes that ain't catering catering is somebody saying I want the the ABCD you know at the time whatever I was cooking I want that jambalaya pasta I want chicken wings your stuff is good it ain't oh, uh, what chef creation can you come up with for this event? Like that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. Man, now that's that, that's, that's 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 swift justice. Somebody tried to um, curtail the traffic process on the shoulder, and now they're about to get pulled over. And this it's gonna slow down my drive but they shouldn't have been doing that. That's goofy. That's how you cause wrecks. Cause somebody really do need to pull over to the shoulder and somebody hitting the gas in the shoulder, they're going to run right into them. But anyway, I don't want to ramble, but y'all know how this go. I'm, I'm in my car and I'm riding and I'm talking with y'all and I'm using my time. Usually I'm done by now because usually it, it, my drive doesn't take this long, but you know, it is what it is. I don't know what happened on um, I-10, but I-10 was a mess. Um, the connector was a mess. Um, but I'm going to hang it up now. I'm going to chill out. I think we we, we got an understanding of um, what today was about. Don't derail your life because of circumstance gotta move forward you have to move forward once again i appreciate y'all i appreciate y'all just tuning in listening man it's it's a blessing to know that you haven't even listened to the episode and you got some plays already in there it's, it's like oh somebody's listening i mean they could listen for three seconds but something brought them here i'm good with that i appreciate y'all love y'all once again, I I, I, feel, I feel better every time I talk on this thing, and like I said, I'm now I'm moving forward. I'm doing stuff that I love, that I I, I want to put my time into, and turn it into something, creating a system um, as an um, opportunity for my, my my family's future. This is Hustle School. Um, in life, you are either hustling or you learn to hustle. I'll talk to y'all later. This episode is brought to you by Pied Out Cookies. Take amazing flavors like pecan pie, peach cobbler, strawberry shortcake, and pineapple upside down and pack them into a delectable cookie. You can order at podout.com, that's P-I-E-D-O-U-T.com. Once again, P-I-E-D-O-U-T.com. Enjoy.